We are a C recruiting podcast. Gary Pasquich joined by Randy Taylor from National Preps. And uh, Randy, an interesting time right now for the Trojans going back last Saturday and, uh, and, and taking a pretty big loss. And kind of want to just get your perspective right now. The, the, the USC football program is in a little bit of turmoil, maybe more so than people would have thought heading into the season and coming off a Rose Bowl win. But uh, th- things are tough right now. A lot of injuries you're dealing with and a lot of fan discontent. We have a situation right now, Randy, where this early signing period is now coming up in about six weeks, five to six weeks. If you're Clay Helton and the staff, do you change anything about what you're doing right now in recruiting? Do you adjust anything? But when you're going through something like this, how do you handle it? Well, I, I think uh, I think you just continue to let it rip. I, I think, you know, the turmoil is almost always created by the outside uh, forces, you know. And uh, I think all of that stuff uh, works itself out. Uh, SC's got four tough games coming up, uh, tougher than I thought they would be, you know, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, but as far as recruiting goes, and, and there should be zero reaction to any of this by uh, the coaching staff and by Coach Helm and the recruiting guys. I think what they do is they just do what they're doing. Uh, the, the biggest thing players can, can pick up on is, is changes and, and, uh, insecurity or, or a panic or some kind of, uh, uh, loss of consistency and message and method, all those things. That, that gets picked up by players and that can change their whole, uh, attitude and things. And you definitely don't want that. So you just, Hey, that was a loss. You know, we got some linemen hurt. We're playing with a, a freshman D tackle. You and I talked about Stephen Carr is not out there, which is, I think, a big drop off after Jones. You know, and 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 I and I think you know, you and I talked about the quarterback is pressing and trying to make every play in the world. So this stuff happens, uh, and they went up against a good team on the road, and it got away from. Them. And that, that stuff happens, and, and it'll be a great learning experience for them. Uh, so I think they just go ahead and, and do everything the same way they've been doing it, and, and it's just one loss, and they got four more to go and, and uh, have a heck of a year. Well, and they got chance one... to win the South and all that, so mm-hmm. all that mm-hmm. stuff's good. Let me throw out one name uh, on a guy that uh, that is – you know, according to the message boards on the internet, there's a little bit of wavering going on with, with Jaden Woodby. Um, right. This staff has done a good job, I'll point to Marlon Tuipiloto last year, of flipping other guys and, and, and doing that. So you know it's something that they are paying attention to and they have a good finger on the pulse. Um, Woodby is a guy who would fit well in the USC secondary right now. He's committed to Ohio State. But the key part is, Randy, that he plans on being an early enrollee. And with right. this early signing period now coming up in mid-December, um, how do you handle a situation like that? You're trying to delicately get a kid over and get a kid to flip. Not always an easy thing to do. How do you handle that when you're struggling right now? Well, one thing, I wouldn't be delicate about it. I, I would make my – it would be very clear uh, that if this is a kid they want, I'm not going to – be too concerned about what Ohio State feels about it or, or anybody else. I mean, you, you just go recruit the kid. Um, you know, he, if he basically is kind of pushing his recruiting back a little bit as he's thinking about it. You know, my thought about this early signing day, 
if the kid doesn't sign, you know, the, the early uh, admission guys are, are uh, one thing. Uh, and, and so there's that, you know, timing of when they enroll in school and, and they, they can probably still enroll in school without signing. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. none of that stuff will, will, you know, will absolutely change that. But if a kid doesn't sign and is committed to a school, I am, if I want that kid, I'm going and, and getting them because there, there's whatever the reason is, and it might be academics, and it might be him, you know, thinking about it. The other thing is, is that the college itself, you know, you have to qualify the NCAA, but you have to qualify for the school. And sometimes, you know, a school like an SC or Ohio State or somebody may decide, well, we don't want to sign this kid early because we don't know if he's going to qualify mm-hmm. or if he's going to be admitted to our school. So there's a lot of different sides of this early signing, but I would take, you know, to me the the commit. It was just like the other day. Some, some. Uh, it was a kid that had committed to play at this school, but it's, it was UCLA. But he's still going to take his visits, right? Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and I tweeted, you know, it, it, we've changed the definition of the word commit, apparently. And and so the recruiting process is one where. Words don't mean anything anymore. They don't mean much to a lot of folks. So I think you just go let it rip, go recruit everybody, Jaden would be, whoever the heck it might be that you still have high on your board and you want to me would be as a possible NFL guy. I mean, you know, you, you, you watch some of his video, and one of the things that stood out to me was him running down St. Brown from behind at Monterey. Right. Yes, sir. You know, I mean, how do you get a, a, a safety – uh, with his size and potential size and length and all of his, his hitting ability and everything, and he's running down this guy from behind who can run, uh, you know, I, you don't be polite in recruiting, you know. I, I, I'm, you I'm putting that in one of the first, the, the, the first clips of the Jaden Woodby highlight tape. I'm putting that <laughs> one right up front and center. Yeah, it, it's uh, it was a, a, a fantastic play in common. Lose, he lost angle, and then he – Boom! Got down the sideline and caught him. So all that stuff's impressive. So I I would uh, recruit the heck out of the kid. He's he's down the street. You know, uh, I don't know why on any of these kids that they have an interest in, they would just keep recruiting. I hear you, and like you say, the different version of the the word commit. Uh, I I love the old analogy that gets tossed out. How how would your wife had felt when you asked her to to get engaged, but you're still taking Look around. Yeah. How would that have played? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so, all right, let's, it's a crazy world. Let, 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 let's uh, talk about some of the guys you saw last week. Um, did you end up making yeah, it down I, to San Diego? I, no, I didn't go down. I stayed up here. I'm going to rearrange my schedule. Uh, went to Villa Park. You know, Marcus Johnson's okay. over there. Uh, I saw them play uh, – who the heck did I see him? Uh, Foothill, uh, but so Marcus Johnson, you know, he's he's uh, not a big kid, but he's athletic and quick. He made one adjustment to a football that was was pretty special. Uh, saw a, an NFL quarterback who's their backup there at Villa Park, Shane Illingworth, who's a transfer. Okay, from, yeah, sure. From Corona from Centennial. Centennial. Uh, he looks like an NFL player standing on the field already. 
uh, and has the arm strength, or as they call it now, the cool thing is arm talent, and uh, and and all everything you'd want. I mean, there's throws he can make that that not many high school guys can make, and so he's probably uh-huh. him and DJ from Bosco are probably the the two elite top 2020 kids uh, that that I've seen in you know maybe in the West, maybe in the country. Uh-huh. So. Okay. And they also have a kid that's pretty good junior that's their starter, Paul Pateri, uh, is a 2019 quarterback who's about 6'4", 195 pounds and spins it. And just, you know, he's a solid Division One possible prospect. So uh, that that was fun to watch those kids. And they've got other guys, young kids too. I uh, saw Don Lugo. Uh, these are kids that will play against USC. They've got a 6'7", 330-pound lineman there, Christopher Randazzo, who's committed to Oregon, kind of a road grader. And, and I, don't, I don't know if he's an SC guy, uh, but, but you guys will play against him. A uh, mm-hmm. kid that I really like that keeps getting better for me is a Corey Bethley. Uh, he is a missile uh, from the safety position. He's also a good running back. He's uh, committed early to Hawaii. Just in the back of my head, you know, my thought process is I, I don't think his recruitment is over. Um, you know, he may be solid, and I don't know the, the, the answer to that. And Like, I wish kids stayed with commitments uh, uh, anyway. But talented kid that I really liked. Uh, went to Diamond Ranch last night and spoke uh, to their, their parents. Uh, they've got a, a kid that bounced back from, Bosco, uh, 6'6", 240-pound, Amiri Johnson, who I really like, defensive end, tight end. He's a 2019 kid, but but he looks the part. You know, he looks like that edge rusher or that that big athletic tight end. They've got a 2021 quarterback. Think about this, 2021, right? He's just out of eighth grade. He's their starting quarterback. Uh, Donovan Smith is about a 6'3", 180-pound athlete that is developing as a thrower. And then a bunch of other good athletes. So uh, that was it was a good school to attend, watch practice, and, and speak to their parents. And, and that that leads me into that my, my topic. But one, uh, we've got a couple other things to hit before that. But we'll talk about parents in a little bit. Okay, no, so that was last let, let, week. Okay, yeah, go ahead. So this week, uh, to to go with our formula, uh, I will go see an old Trojan. Uh, Deshaun Burns is the uh, head coach out at Linfield Christian. Linfield Christian, and, sure. Yeah, and Deshaun played football uh, at SC in the 90s until he heard it. Actually, I think he was on the 89 team that was in the Rose Bowl and hurt his neck and ended up playing center field for the Trojans at baseball. Uh, so I'll see Linfield Christian, and they've got some talent. Uh, they've got a kid named Ben Coleman who's a big lineman. Uh, so that, they're, they're a group that has, uh, some players that everyone's going to be recruiting that are in the, the 2019, uh, 28, 2018 classes that, mm-hmm. uh, that I like. So, uh, that'll be fun. And, and, uh, I will also see, uh, who, uh, Beaumont, Citrus Hill. So I'll be kind of an Inland Empire deal, uh, coming up. Okay. So that's my that's my week coming up. That that that, that sounds real good. I'm I'm real interested in your, what you were saying about Marcus Johnson. I think that's a guy who uh, Trojan fans. It's been a, I don't want to say out of sight, out of mind, but he's missed a couple games early in the season, and 
um, wasn't a big guy on the seven on seven circuit. So uh, n- n- nice to hear you coming back with a positive review because uh, right now you yeah. can take all the corners you can get. Absolutely, and he's he's just you know the thing about him is he's just undersized. And that's the only concern. Otherwise, athletically and, and all those other things, you know, and he could be a return guy. He could be, you know, he just is a good heck of an athlete and, right, and uh, right. uh, has, a, has a little legacy going on. One other kid I wanted to mention uh, is a kid named Travion Brown out at uh, Linfield Christian. They've got, a, okay. they've got probably four or five Division One players out of that little school. And uh, Travion Brown's a six-three, two hundred pound wide receiver. That's a and DB. That's a twenty nineteen uh, kid. Uh, and then I heard the Ben Coleman's dad, uh, Ben Senior, played for the Jacksonville Jaguars for years. So there, there are some good kids out there. And I don't want to forget that. But those notes. Okay. Uh, well, why don't we go with the Taylor topic of the week? The Taylor topic. So. Uh, are we trademarking that Taylor topic then? <laughs> if you want, sure. A couple sure. bucks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so so talking to parents last night, I, I kind of wanted to talk about the role of parents in recruiting. And, and, and to give you an idea of where I come down on this, uh, I've been on staffs, a staff that eliminated a, an elite player because of the dad. And and so one of the things college coaches think about when you're recruiting a kid, you're also recruiting the family, you know, mm-hmm. mom and dad and uncles and aunts and all that kind of stuff. So so parents uh, really need to understand that. And, and you know, you see these sometimes there's fights in the stands and and it, you know parents are are constantly on the phone calling coaches and doing all those things. And and I kind of want to remind parents about you know. The idea that being supportive, being in an advisory role, you're not the one that's being recruited, even though a lot of them feel like like they want to be recruited because it's it's fun, you know. Uh, I, I think, and and there's no question that parents, even if they're the the greatest former NFL player or greatest coach, they can't be objective. And so, uh, I I think. If you're a parent or know a parent, and, and uh, it's hard to tell them what to do because it's their kid, but uh, I really, really would advise parents to, to take a step back. Uh, and, and this, you know, maybe uncles or friends or uh, take a step back and, and realize this is the kid's opportunity, the young man's opportunity to to change his life by picking a school that is going to set him up for life, whether it's SC or or who it might be, and and so that that was something that I wanted to bring up. I'm sure you've seen quite a few uh, over I the years. I have seen, quite, yeah, no question about it. And, and uh, it, you know, it's it really is amazing how a parent can make the recruiting process so difficult, and 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 where athletes and and, and even the high school coaches uh, deal with this on a huge. Uh, uh, you know, front line uh, and, and daily basis, and it's huge for them because the parents all think their sons are the best players. And why aren't they starting? And why don't they play running back or do this and get the ball and do that? And and all of that stuff is a part of our evaluation on players. And so, you know, parents just uh, 
like I said, be supportive, stay in the background, uh, teach your kids and, and how to handle situations. And that's probably the best way to do it. Good stuff, Randy. Uh, we will do this again next week after the Trojans uh, come back from Tempe. And, and this is getting to be the close of the uh, high school football season. We're getting down into playoff time here in a couple of weeks. So uh, things are definitely getting exciting. We will uh, we will do this again next week, Randy. Thanks for your time. No question, buddy. I appreciate it, Gary.